It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. China escalating its bullying in West Philippine Sea? When the attention of the international community was focused on the pandemic, China escalated its bullying tactics in the South China Sea, preventing rival claimants from exploiting the living and non-living resources of the sea they are entitled to under the UN Convention on the Law of the Sea, UNCLO, despite China's claims being completely without historical, factual or legal basis. China now appears to be escalating its illegal activities in the South China Sea once more, with the United States and its allies preoccupied with two wars, the Ukraine-Russia conflict and the Israel-Hamas conflict. Evidence of this was the brutal, intentional ramming by a Chinese Coast Guard vessel to interdict Philippine Coast Guard, PCG, vessels on a resupply mission to the MV Sierra Madre on Eungan Shoal while the Chinese soldiers were barking to the Filipinos that the latter were trespassing the sovereign territory of China. China's renewed aggressiveness is alarming because it borrows from the egregious tactics of Russian President Vladimir Putin to justify his unprovoked, criminal invasion of Ukraine. Among them is the use of false flags, the tactic of accusing the adversary of committing the very same acts it is committing to obscure the truth and mislead the Russian public about who is really responsible for the wrongful action. Putin, for example, called NATO the real aggressor for expanding its membership right to the border of Russia. Putin, moreover, said the purpose of his special military operation was to stop the neo-fascists in Ukraine when there were more neo-fascists in his camp, the Wagner group was full of them donning the swastika on various parts of their bodies. After the incident of the collision of the Coast Guard vessels, China filed a counter-diplomatic protest proclaiming its sovereignty over almost the entirety of the South China Sea, with the 9-line now a 10-line, and accusing the Philippines of being the one propagating dangerous and provocative acts in the West Philippine Sea. Certainly, the suitable destination of such a note is the wastebasket. China has also accused the Philippines of conducting a campaign to smear its allegedly pure and just image. Thankfully, the Philippine Coast Guard has been inviting on-board press and social media representatives to record and report what's happening in the West Philippine Sea. There is thus a video available on YouTube clearly showing the China Coast Guard charging the Philippine Coast Guard vessel. Unfortunately, the reports by local media men, which gained some mileage in the Philippine press, tended to be overwhelmed in the world press by reportage of the wars in Ukraine and Gaza. Nevertheless, the press and social media representatives on board the PCG vessel were able to bring the incident in the West Philippine Sea instantly to the Philippine public. The reaction of the Filipino people to the incident was most notable. The nation was united in condemnation. So was the diplomatic corps informed fast so that the ambassadors of the US, Canada, the EU and others quickly came out with expressions of support for the Philippines and the observance of the rules-based international order in the South China Sea. Their statements were certainly welcomed by Philippine officialdom and the public, especially that of the U.S. ambassadors, which reaffirmed the U.S. commitment to the mutual defense treaty with the Philippines. The country, the region and the world seem headed for dangerous times. We have to do some escalating ourselves. We have in short order to strengthen and modernize our own capabilities in defending our territorial sovereignty and integrity as well as our sovereign rights in our exclusive economic zone and continental shelf. If necessary, we may lean on our international partners to provide us with the financial facilities in order to attain this goal. We cannot depend entirely on the defense resources of our partner in the Philippines' U.S. Mutual Defense Treaty. The treaty, after all, 
calls for the improvement of the capabilities of the parties as individuals and mutual partners. The Philippines-US Mutual Defense Treaty was negotiated long before UNCLO took effect. We must seek the patching up of any loophole resulting from this fact. Let there be no doubt the treaty covers as well the defense of the country's exclusive economic zone and continental shelf. When President Joe Biden meets his counterpart, President Xi Jinping, it is hoped the former would remove any ambiguity about the U.S. position brought by former President Barack Obama's statement of neutrality concerning the territorial disputes in the South China Sea. The U.S. considers all Chinese sovereignty claims in the South China Sea to have no legal basis. While the U.S. has not yet ratified the UNCLO, it regards UNCLO as part of customary law. The U.S. is a steadfast partner of the Philippines in the mutual defense treaty between the two countries. The parties must each do their share in expediting the realization of the expanded Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement. The participation of the United States in EDCA is at the invitation of the Philippines. It is the latter that starts the ball rolling. Our enthusiasm for the implementation of the arbitral ruling seems to be waning with time as we fail to follow up on the Chinese's compensating us for the damage wrought on our economy by their preventing us from exploiting the resources of our exclusive economic zone. Can we not file civil suits in courts and tribunals abroad, which, if successful, could have the judge ordering the sheriff to garnish the assets of China in the foreign country concerned? Those suits will be guaranteed success because the arbitral ruling, handed down by world-renowned judges, is final and unappealable. They will also demonstrate that, except for China, the world believes the arbitral ruling to be valid and must be respected by all. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.